Hello and welcome to episode 71 of Activate Your Massive Brand. Today we are talking about what are the critical elements to having a successful high ticket group program. Now listen, what I'm about to share is not revolutionary because other people obviously have unlocked this as well. But my particular spin and take on this is gonna help you exponentially increase the client success rate of the clients going through your program. And so that is why I am so excited to share with you uh, what we do here at Massive Brand Consulting, what we teach our clients, so that you, when you are building, launching, scaling, designing, all the things, your high ticket group program, you keep these in mind as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Hello and welcome to Activate Your Massive Brand with Tanya Rivera Falcone. This podcast was created for impact-driven and legacy-minded women of influence who are looking to grow and even scale their coaching businesses with five-figure transformational coaching packages. Tanya, the founder of Massive Brand Consulting, specializes in high-ticket sales, offer creation and curriculum design, and high-performance team building, and believes that with the right offer, the right marketing plan, and the right team, you truly can create your business and life by design. All right. So I'm excited for this because I, first of all, I love talking about offer creation, but just in the conversations that I've been having over the past couple of weeks with potential clients, clients, onboarding people, um, there's been a lot of conversation around like, what do I outside of curriculum? Like what does my high ticket offer need to look like? How do I hold space for someone for 12 months? Do we even need to have a program that is 12 months long? Um, And my answer to that is 12 months is the tip of the iceberg. That's what I always say. Like when we're talking about exponential growth, when we're talking about hitting milestones and continuing to hit milestones, becoming a master at what your clients are doing, like all of that doesn't necessarily happen in 12 weeks, right? And 12 months is basically when things are starting to get good, to be honest. And I'm sure you've been in programs as a student where month six, month seven, month eight, you were like, okay, it's making sense. I'm seeing, you know, I have data, (laughs) you know, um, actual data that I can take a look at and analyze based on what I've been doing, based on how I've been integrating this information. And so this is why I, you know, really love talking about what your container should look like, what to include, how long it should be, you know, what mastery looks like, because it's important for you and it's important for your program promise. It's one thing to say, this is what I do well, this is what I teach, but to be able to give your clients space to achieve those goals is so critical. And how you facilitate them moving through your program and the process of that is also very important for the, you know, the goals that they have for themselves. And again, going back to your program promise. So in true Tanya fashion, we're going to kick it right off. We're not going to waste any time. And we're going to, I actually have, so what I, I'm going to break down basically what it is, is the five C's to create your high ticket offer. And so we're going to go one by one. I'm going to break them down give you some time to think and, and hopefully you're, you know, writing notes. And if you're, if you're driving, then, you know, obviously bookmark this episode to come back to so that you can really spend some time in this planning and crafting this out for yourself. I will say 
this is an opportunity for you also to reach out to us if you are looking to create market and sell your high ticket group program or just your high ticket offer in general. And we do have an opportunity for you to learn from us. Um, we have we're hoping hosting an open house uh, this Thursday, March 16th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. How to raise your rates and enroll high ticket clients uh, with simple systems and savvy support. So that is, again, this upcoming Thursday. If you're listening beyond the date, of course, we have the replay link in the show notes. So either way, I'm going to encourage you to tap the link in the show notes that you can attend this training, whether live or on the replay, so that you can learn all that I'm talking about in a deeper way, but also understand what our high ticket group program is, the high ticket offer elixir, and how that can support your business growth. Okay, so tap the link in the show notes. It is an application-based training, so we're going to ask you a couple of questions, and then we'll take a look at your application and approve you if we feel like you're a fit and we can help you specifically with your goals. So that's really important that you are open, honest, and share, you know, how we can help you on that application so that we can, you know, know going into it what we can do to support you. All right, let's get started. (laughs) So the first C is curriculum by far, curriculum, curriculum, curriculum. And I think this is something that we kind of shade over in the coaching space because we talk a lot about intuitive coaching and understanding what your clients are going through and, and, and trying to figure out a way that can work into, you know, with an individualized approach. And at scale, that's pretty hard to do. And so this is why I talk a lot about understanding who your ideal client is, we call it massive brand, we call her the golden girl, who is like your level 10 client. She is someone who is not necessarily starting her journey, but she's at a critical point in her business where she knows that if she gets the support that she's looking for, she's going to have like massive growth, right? And so that is who we are catering our programming around. And there is a particular segment of your audience who is going through similar things and who desire similar results. So you don't have to feel like you have to create this individualized approach to your curriculum. Although you can add additional layers to create an individualized approach, whether it's, you know, coaching in between calls or, you know, feedback, critiques, and all these other things that are what I call bonus elements to your program. And that can happen when you get to a certain point of your growth phase where you're like, okay, now it's time to layer in some more high level support, knowing also too, though, that you might hinder the scalability of your program. So it's always a question that you want to ask yourself. If I do this, how does this affect the scalability of the program? So that's a question you always want to ask. And so with curriculum, it's basically you want to ask yourself, what is the three to five step process that the program is going to be built on? Like, what am I going to walk them through so that they're able to get to that tangible result, their desired transformation that I've promised throughout my marketing, on my sales page, on my sales calls with them? Like, what is the the three to five step process? And then how much time is needed weekly for learning and implementation? This we we like don't talk enough about because we kind of get nervous to say, girl, you're going to have to actually log in <laughs> because we know people are busy. We know people, you know, sometimes want to shy away from 
you know, recorded content or whatever. But what I really think is cool about how you build out your curriculum is understanding how your client consumes media, whether it's video, whether it's text, whether whatever, and creating a nice balance so that your clients can still get the information, but in the way that they need it. And I also like when I'm in, when I'm in a, pro- a program, a coaching program, I appreciate when the videos are short and really actionable. And so that's how I create my videos. All of my clients are like, I love how you teach. It's so on point. You're like straight to the point. I know what I need to do. I have my marching orders. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't, first of all, I don't have time. <laughs> Especially now. Aviela is about to be one. <laughs> so, oof. <laughs> but also, I know how busy my clients are. My clients are, you know, they they have clients already. They have, you know, their wives, their moms. You know, they have other responsibilities outside of their business. And they also want time to implement execute. Like, my clients are executors. They take what I say and they run with it. So they need time to run with it. And so that's why I make sure when I'm creating, it's in a way that gives them, like, here's what you need to do, step one, step two, step three, let's go. And so think about that, too, when you're thinking about your clients. Like, how do they like to receive information? You know, how much time do I need to say this? Do I need a 50-minute video? Probably not. (laughs) Probably not, right? Um, And then start thinking, like, how much time until she gets her first big win? So we want to build a curriculum so that we have pockets of success throughout her time with you. And the first 30 days are really critical. So if you can help her get a result within the first 30 days and then again create pockets of success, that is going to get her, one, to be all the way dialed in, right? When, when, you, when something's working, when you see tangible evidence of something's working, you're more liable to continue throughout the process, right? I know for me, I always use weight loss as an example because between being a, a health and fitness coach in my former life, losing 70 pounds, gaining it back, losing it again, having a baby in my 30s. I know a lot about that. (laughs) And whenever I'm on a a plan, like, that's working, I'm like, oh, shoot, I done lost three pounds. You can't tell me nothing. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute, what did I do? Let me 10x that. So uh, I ate 1,500 calories. All right, we're going to do that again. Or whatever the case, right? Don't don't at me about my caloric intake because that was just a number. (laughs) <laughs> but you see what I mean? Like we want her to get some wins. So she's like, okay, let me dial in. This is, this is for me. Right. And then what else does she need to be, do have for optimal success? So you might want to think about what, some, what are some mindset elements you want to add to this? You know, what are some really tangible activities that you want to let her know that she needs to be doing so that she has full awareness of how to get the best results leveraging your curriculum. And then what does mastery look like? And so I talk a lot about this because I feel like most people, you know, in our industry don't prepare for mastery with with their clients. And what I mean by that is they say, okay, if I know it takes you 12 weeks to do the thing, I'm going to create a 12 week program. And that's, that may work for some people, but I, for me anyway, I want to be with you in the thick of it. (laughs) I want to be with you in the trenches. So when things are getting good and most clients are being offboarded by their coaches because the program is over here, (laughs) you now have space. So when I think about the high ticket offer, Alexa, for example, 
you should be able to go through the curriculum within eight to 12 weeks. And then you have all that time left for a support accountability, dialing in, enrolling your clients, testing out your curriculum, right? All of these things, because it's not just about, for me anyway, you creating the offer. I want you to have success with your offer. I want you to know how to sell it. I want you to be able to get in front of the right people. I want you to have your, your, your clients have success. Women who come to me, transformation is very important for them. For their clients to get results, it is extremely important for them. And I don't want to miss an opportunity to be with them during that process where I can literally in real time help them help their clients get results. Like that is the legacy of it all. When I can help you help your clients and then your clients go on to have success and their clients have success, now we're really winning, right? Now we're really winning. Um, Okay, so what other subject matter experts might you need to help you teach? This is not something that you would do off the bat. This is, again, when we talk about layering in support, layering in tools, resources, and experiences, this is when you would think about that. What tools do you need to create and host? Of course, you want to make it easy for you to create the materials and host whatever, you know, whatever videos, modules, lessons that you're going to provide for them. So, of course, I would recommend Bossly because that is my software and it is dope. So if you don't know about Bossly, uh, I'll put the link in the show notes so you can see it. Um, But then how will you deliver? Trainings, videos, audios, PDFs, worksheets, templates, softwares, like what are the things you are going to include so that she can move through the curriculum seamlessly, get her results, and be able to have enough time to integrate, learn, and reach a level of mastery, hopefully while she's in your program or at least in year two of your program, right? And then coaching. So coaching is the next C. So we talked about curriculum. Now let's get into coaching. And so what does coaching look like is a really good question you want to answer. And I know this comes up a lot um, with some of my clients I've had in the past and just what I see in the marketplace is we tend to feel like in all of our in, in high ticket group programs, especially in memberships, sometimes in courses as well, we feel like, OK, the coaching needs to be centered around something outside of the curriculum so that my clients understand the value that they're getting out of my program and they feel good about their investment and they get results. What happens when you do that is you take them away from their learning track. You take them away from their success track because their success track is your curriculum. And when you start coaching on other things outside of the curriculum, you're literally slowing them down. So for me, I talk a lot about this in the high ticket offer looks and I have like workflows and, and just like sessions, templates for you to use so that you know exactly what your coaching calls it to look like. But that is the basis of it. How can I get her to go back to the curriculum? How can I see where she's at, where she's stuck, what's working, what's not working, and use this time to help her develop the skills that's going to be needed for her to get through the the curriculum and dial in the activities that you're telling her to do and, again, get results. You want to think about how often you want to have your coaching calls, what tools you need to perform your coaching activities, you know, what templates, what scripts, whatever, private versus group and how often. Again, we think about high touch scalability. They're still, depending on the number of, 
you know, coaching clients you have in your program, there's an opportunity to do private, right? So maybe some private, maybe it's quarterly, once a month, right? Maybe it's when she's reached her milestones, which we'll talk about that soon. And then office hours. So layering an additional time where she can come in and get her questions answered. Maybe it's not a full-blown coaching session, but maybe it's a quick, you know, pop-in, right? Um, Q&A. Having time, whether it's within your private community or maybe it's, you know, via voice clips, you know, thinking of ways where we can create opportunity to coach her through the curriculum. And it doesn't always have to be on a coaching call per se, but come up with some ways that you can, again, think about high touch scalability. So how can I do this in a way that's not going to, you know, get us to slow down in our enrollment, but really create um, some an additional element of experience and high touch when it comes to the coaching, but it's not in a way that's going to, you know, make the program feel heavy. Another thing is role plays. I do this a lot corporately, um, but creating, so we give people like things to do, scripts, go do this, go do that. You know, create this webinar. Um, here's a new sales script for your coaching calls or for your, you know, your consultations. And then we don't ever let them practice. So I, I do role plays all the time with my clients. I love it. I love it. I love it. So if I'm going to give you a sales script, you better believe you're not going to go <laughs> and perform this sales script on a potential client without us going through it first. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, baby. <laughs> We're role playing. <laughs> um, so, you know, have fun with it, right? How Again, think, how can I coach her to get success as it relates to the curriculum and our three to five step process that's going to get her to our program promise, which hopefully is her desired transformation. Community is the next C. So a private client group for support in between calls. This promotes um, peer learning, right? So we know that when we're seeing others that are having success with what we want to do, we're leaning in like, wait, girl, would you wait, uh, <laughs> right? Like, we're like, wait, tell me. Tell me what you did, right? So this promotes peer learning. This also facilitates sisterhood and accountability, right? So yes, you want to hold your clients accountable, but it, it is so much more powerful when peers are saying, you've got this, let's get it, let's do this together. That makes your clients feel so supported and it takes the weight off of you having to be the support system alone. This also creates asynchronicity with coaching and support so it's not so rigid and based on calls. What I love about having the community is that you don't have to always wait <laughs> to create space to coach, to create space for learning, to create space for facilitation. So you have, you know, pockets of that all throughout the program, all every day, you know, during your hours of operation, obviously so that they're moving through the program and not having to wait until your next coaching call to get whatever questions answered that was gonna get them to their next step. And then of course you wanna choose your platform of choice. A lot of us are using Slack. Some people are still using Facebook groups. Some people are using Mighty Networks and that's working out well. I heard uh, in a community that I'm in, people using this new tool called School. Um, I've also been recommended, I was asking like, what do you, cause I, I love Slack. I'm obsessed. I use it for everything. My team, like everything. I have a Slack for Bossly. I have a Slack for Massive Brand. Like I damn near want to have a Slack for <laughs> me and my husband, but my family, like 
Catherine, get on this Slack. And when Aviella's old enough and she has her little cell phone, I'm going to put her on Slack too. That's how much I love it. But I was just trying to <laughs> test the market, see what everyone's using. And then someone mentioned Discord. Actually, a few people mentioned Discord. And I don't love Discord. I've tried it. I've tested it before. But whatever platform feels good for you, again, think at scale. Is this going to work for what we're trying to do? And go from there. Don't reinvent the wheel. Don't try to make it a big deal. Just choose something and move forward. Okay, so checkpoints. So checkpoints are basically ways for you <clears throat> to understand and for your clients to understand what does good look like in each phase. And it gives them like tangible actionables that let them know that they've completed that phase of work and that they can move on to the next phase. And it really is basically just progress reports, right? Progress checks. How can we check in and support before clients move too far ahead? Um, and so that's one benefit, one, so that they can actually do the work. When they have checkpoints, they know, okay, I gotta do this, this, and that, and then I, I can do this, and then I can move on. So again, this is gonna promote their, their forward movement, but it's also gonna let you know, let them know, hey, let's have some stopping points so that I can really take a look at your work and know that you're on the right path. Um, one of the things that I love doing within my within my coaching program is doing messaging checks. I want to do messaging audits. I want to know that you have the language down. I want to know that you are able to articulate your value. I want to know that you're able to speak to the right client. I want to know that you have your you know, golden girl dialed in because everything else you do is contingent upon the success of that. Like you being able to pinpoint that. So if you are at a point where you're talking about doing your webinar or, you know, creating posts for social or packaging a podcast or creating your, your offer and all these things, and you don't have the messaging dialed in, we're going to have some trouble, right? So one of the checkpoints in my program is, you know, a messaging checkpoint. Let's talk about it. Let's see what you've got. Let's see what you've come up with so that we can know that going forward, everything else is going to be seamless because you've got that dialed in. This also creates accountability and promotes compliance. So if I know that I'm in a program where my coach is looking for me to do these things by X amount of time that I've been in here, I'm going to be doing it. <laughs> I, I, I guess because I'm also a compliant personality, I love doing what I know needs to get done. <laughs> and I love being held accountable. And I'm sure there's women who feel that same way. Like, I don't want to just be in a program where I'm lost in the sauce. And I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people feel like, oh, a group program? Like, nah, give me one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> because I feel lost in the sauce. But you having these checkpoints allows you to really take a step and look and see what your clients are doing and make them feel like they are in a, a nice private experience because they're getting that 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 one-on-one that -on -one and that attention. Celebrations. So... I see this a lot in other programs, and so I basically have my own little spin. And so when I say celebrations, so this is not, you know, hey, we're going to go out on a retreat. We're going to do, it's all of the things. It's all of the things. So celebrations include, um, one, making a big deal of checkpoints. So making a big deal of them getting through checkpoints um, because we want to promote compliance through celebrating. Okay, we want to promote compliance through celebrating. So the first thing is checkpoints. Are they getting through the checkpoints? How can we highlight small wins? How can we showcase and highlight consistency? 
which promotes more consistency, right? So we're promoting, we're celebrating checkpoints, small wins, we're celebrating consistency, and then we're celebrating milestones. So milestones are basically these key, you know, goals that your particular ideal client will have inside of the program. So maybe it's having a 100K day or hitting the million dollar mark or having a, you know, a 10K launch or 20K launch or 50K or million dollar launch, right? Whatever those checkpoints are, maybe if you're a health and fitness coach, it's, you know, losing her first 10 pounds or getting down to, you know, Wonderland or, you know, whatever the case may be, those are some really cool milestones that you can celebrate. Um, again, to promote consistency, compliance, getting people excited for the results. And this creates social proof as well, right? Because we, we want, you want social proof within your community and outside the community. We talk a lot about social proof as it relates to getting clients or getting or building an audience, right? Or, you know, showcasing that you know what you're talking about. But social proof is also necessary inside of your program. Because if you have a stale client, someone who is not currently activated, and they see five people being celebrated because they're going through their checkpoints, they're reaching their milestones, whatever you've created for those milestones to be, they're having those small wins, they're being consistent, those stale clients are gonna be like, wait a minute, uh uh-uh. I know she didn't just have a 100K day, wait a minute, (laughs) right? And so we, we want to promote client success. So you should have client success trackers, client success, like you should know what client success looks like in your program. And this is just a way to promote that. So we want to increase compliance. And then the big obvious celebration is what can I do if possible? Am I ready to create space for us to get together in person, whether it's a retreat, mastermind, whatever kind of internal event for your client, for your clients, so you can do all of this together in real time. Again, creating social proof, increasing compliance, showcasing and highlighting consistency, right? We want to do all these things, celebrating the milestones. And we can do that also together, you know, in some sort of event that you can create. Retreats are very popular. Masterminds are very popular where you can really showcase, we, we, we do this for real, right? We do this for real. <laughs> All right, so let's review. Curriculum. What does mastery look like, right? Um, what is the three step, three to five step process that the program needs to be built on? We talk about coaching. What does coaching need to look like? How often? Private versus group. What are other elements that we're going to leverage to give a high level coaching experience within the community? Um, community, um, how are we going to leverage this to facilitate sisterhood, accountability, um, and compliance most of all? Checkpoints, what does good look like in each phase and how am I going to make sure that I can check in and support my clients each step of the way? So again, we want to promote accountability and compliance. And then celebrations, what are our milestones within the program? How are we promoting compliance through celebrating? Are we making a big deal of the checkpoints? Are we highlighting the small wins? Are we being aware of the consistency within the program? Who's being, who's doing the work, right? And really making sure that we show up for them and, you know, promote the, the, 
the repeat of that, right? Like, don't stop doing that because you're you're getting results and we see you and we want to celebrate you. So I hope this was helpful. If you have questions, you know what to do. You can at me at Tanya Rivera Falcone on Instagram, Facebook, or wherever, LinkedIn, whatever suits your fancy. Uh, but I expect you, if you enjoyed this episode, I'm expecting to see an application from you for our private training raising your rates and enrolling high ticket clients with simple systems and savvy support. Again, we are doing this live. This also gives you an open house to the high ticket offer elixir. So if you've ever been curious and you wanted to know what is it like, what does it actually include? Obviously beyond the information page, you're able to learn more in real time on this call. So it is March 16th at 1 PM Eastern standard time highticketofferelixir.com forward slash apply. And of course, if you are listening to this after the date has passed, know that we will still have the link here so that you can watch the replay. It is still going to be application-based training. So we're going to take a look at your application. And then once you um, are accepted, we're going to send you the recording. Again, if this is after the live training, we'll send you the recording and then we'll go from there. So I'm so excited to hear from you ladies. Let me know how this episode was. If you have feedback, questions, comments, I love to hear it. I love to hear from you guys and I appreciate you and I will catch you on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Activate Your Massive Brand podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, I encourage you to subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you have any major takeaways, I would love for you to leave a review. Reviews ensure that our content stays relevant, so they're super helpful. To stay connected, follow me on all the socials at Tanya Rivera Falcone and go to monetize.massivebrandconsulting.com forward slash start dash here to learn more about booking a complimentary offer audit, a map to millions consultation, or enrolling into our legacy program, the High Ticket Offer Elixir. Until next time.